I don't remember what Eric or I wore that day, or what we ate that morning, but I remember feeling invincible, freer than a kite in the wind, flying high in love and looking forward to a new life in Arizona. We were young lovers, college kids with the world at our fingertips, seizing opportunities that would take us places we'd never been, confident we'd have fun on our way. But then everything changed. For a long time after that day, I wished I'd died. How naive I was to believe I was untouchable, that my cake life would go on forever. Nothing was forever. It was a dark night, dark in the way most traumatic stories start. The summer air was as hot as my passion for Eric, my boyfriend of almost three years. He was vacationing with me and my family, Mom, my stepdad Andy, and my brothers Jason, Ryan, Ted, and Tyler, on a dude ranch in Durango, Colorado, riding horses, hiking, and shooting archery. It was our last day of vacation. Tomorrow we'd fly back to Indiana. I hated endings. Even in my favorite TV shows, I dreaded the end of the season, knowing I'd have to wait until fall to see the characters again. I didn't want our fun to end because school would start again, and since Eric and I were transferring from Indiana University to the University of Arizona, I'd be far from my family and friends in southern Indiana. For our last night event, a group of us decided to drive into Durango to attend the local fair. Before heading into town, Eric and I waited for the others in the parking lot at the ranch. Eric circled me in his arms, his breath warm against my face and his lips near mine. I love you and what's ahead of us. No matter what happened in the past, we're forever, Kelly. He set his hands on my waist and lifted me cheerleader-style until my eyes were level with his. Get a room, Jason, my 17-year-old brother, said as he approached. Eric laughed and set me on the ground. Several of the other young ranchers gathered with us. Stephanie, a ranch hand, wanted to celebrate her 20th birthday, so she'd invited many of the other ranch hands and guests to go. She pulled up in her small purple truck. Hop in the bed! I moved toward the truck, but Eric held me back. Let's wait and go with John in his car. It's safer. John was a ranch hand, too, a college guy who worked at the dude ranch for the summer. We didn't know him before vacationing there, but we had become friends during the week. I'm not going, Jason said. I don't want to hold you back from the bars. Most in the group were 21, but those who weren't had fake IDs. We're not going to the bars, Eric said. Come with us. Jason finally agreed. John waved a few of us over to his brown Taurus. Jason, Eric, and I climbed in the back seat. Joanne and Brian, two other ranch hands, sat in the front seat with John. He pulled out onto the highway following Stephanie's truck. Eleven kids sat in the open bed of her purple Toyota, their hair and T-shirts flapping in the wind. The summer air smelled of pine trees from the nearby forest. John talked to Joanne and Brian in the front seat, while the three of us in the back seat had our own conversation. Out of all the schools to transfer to, Jason said to Eric, why did you choose to play for Arizona? It's too far. I'll never get to go, and the cheerleaders are hotter there. I heaved my elbow into Jason's side. How do you know? Eric laughed and squeezed my hand, then reached around me and slugged Jason. We'll have to arrange for you to come as a prospect. Jason laughed and his eyes got big. 
That would be awesome. When? Months before, Jason had visited us at IU, and Eric had told a few girls that Jason was an IU basketball prospect, which was a total lie. The girls flirted with him all night, and Jason wore a grin for days. Maybe you could come after your football season is over, Eric said. Up ahead, the dark sky glowed from Durango's city lights. Our car climbed and twisted with the road. Then, in an instant, in the time it took me to inhale, a pair of headlights, one dim light and one bright one, crossed the center line and grazed the back end of Stephanie's truck. Her truck swerved. Bodies spilled onto the road like watermelon off a produce truck. I held my breath. The headlights careened toward us. Closer. Closer. Someone screamed. Others told me later the screams were mine.